Well, hey, welcome. Uh, it's Merritt Vaughn from uh, the 2717 pod- Podcast. And uh, hey, welcome back. It's solo today. My buddy Wade is down uh, with his family in Belize. We, uh, we just got some of the most amazing pictures. Uh, he was spearfishing, caught a really cool uh, fish in the ocean, spearfishing, uh, kickboxing with his son Braxton on the beach. And, uh, and then the last picture were these massive, huge coconuts. They were having uh, coconut water. So anyway, Wade will be back next time. And, uh, but today, I really wanted to talk to you about perseverance uh, and about resilience. Matthew 5, 45, um, it says that he makes the sun rise on the evil and on the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust. And I know we've all heard that scripture before, but you know, today, this week, this month, certainly this year, we're all going to experience victory, joy. We're gonna have amazing things happen, but we're also gonna experience defeat. We're gonna experience tough times. Um, we're gonna have a setback. And how we respond in those times, what, what we choose to do in those seasons are very important to the outcomes of our life. So let's talk a little bit about that. The first thing I wanna talk about today is what are the attitudes and the decisions that you make during your times of trouble? When it seems like the world's burning down, things are tough, right? That, you know, you don't know, am I gonna survive this, right? I mean, what, what's gonna happen? Our attitude and our decisions that we make in the midst of the trouble make a massive difference in the outcome. So here's a few thoughts or a few ideas. Number one, when everything's starting to, to press in on you, when, when life is getting really hard, never waver on your faith. And maybe that's a little too much to ask. If you waver on your faith, let it be a moment and then turn right back to God, right? He never will leave you. He'll, he never will forsake you. And I know it's easy for us to recognize that and it's easy for us to uh, talk about that when times are good, but when times are bad, sometimes we feel like, God, where are you? Right. I have personally been there. I have personally been there not that long ago. But don't ever abandon your faith. Number two, never compromise on your integrity. Uh, I had a great friend of mine who passed away about a year ago, and I was in a tough time. And here was a question that he asked me, Merritt, what is the next right thing to do? And I told him, he said, then go do that. So in the midst of your trouble, don't compromise on your integrity. And as my friend suggested, what's the next right thing to do? Number three is, and this may be hard, but it begins to pull you out of the hole. It will begin to change your perspective. And that is to find the things in your life that you're grateful for. Now you may say, Merritt, look, right now, I don't think I'm grateful for much of anything. But there's always places that we can come back and say, you know, God, uh, I got in the shower this morning, there was warm water. You know, I'm gonna get to go home tonight and I have a wife and I have children that love me. You know, um, I still have a job to go to. My health may not be what I, what I want it to be, but I do have hope that, I, that things will get better. But stay in a place of gratitude. And the last thing is make sure your decisions ultimately align with your goals. And here's what I mean by that. Sometimes when we get in a place of trouble and the stress is on, we make a decision out of fear. Now listen, fear is never from God. 
I'm not talking about a healthy fear, look both ways before you cross the road. I'm talking about that fear that debilitates you and keeps you from moving forward into what God's called you to do, okay? What's your goal? What's your focus? What's the outcome that you're working toward? And make sure you keep moving toward that and don't allow the trouble and the fear and the stress of the moment to divert you. And sometimes we want to quit. Sometimes we want to step off the path. Okay, so my encouragement is don't make those kind of decisions. Look, when I get into a tight spot, and we all do, my tendency is to get laser focused. And I'll just tell you, I think that's a God thing. I tend to, I get the distractions in my life. I, they, I, I tend to focus them out. I tend to press in. And I remember why I'm doing what I'm doing. I remember to keep my eye on the prize to stay focused on the outcome and to believe that my breakthrough is coming. And no matter how bad the situation's been, the sun comes up the next day and every single time I look back on whatever I've walked through, I'm like, wow, okay, God, we did it. We got through it, things are okay. All right, so there's your first point. The number two point that I wanna talk about is drawing on your inner circle. You know, I was thinking about this this morning when I was preparing my notes, and I don't, I don't know if I can emphasize enough how much my inner circle means to me in my life. And I will say this, as I grow in leadership, as my life improves, as I get involved in more businesses at this point, uh, you know, we either own or we're partners in 19 different businesses. And I know there's people that have a whole lot more than that. But 19's 19. And as I grow in, in leadership, as I go in responsibilities, I grow in stature, the significance of that inner circle means more and more and more. Some people may call this your wise counsel. You know, here's what I look for. Do they have the fruit hanging on their tree? There's a lot of people that teach today, but they teach out of a book. They teach out of um, theory. and. It's all fine and good, right? I'm not telling, you know, if, if somebody's doing that, great. I'm not saying that they're necessarily wrong. That's not who I'm looking for, though. I'm looking for the battle-tested warriors. I'm looking for the guys that have said, or the women that have said, you know what? I've been through this. I've lived it. I'm on the other side. I can tell you exactly what you need to do to get through this. And they give me the faith and the courage and sometimes the wisdom to just keep on doing what I know I'm supposed to do. The wisdom and, and support that I receive from my inner circle is paramount to everything I'm doing today. And here's what I would suggest. If you do not have an inner circle, start with one. Think about somebody in your life, because here's what I know. God has placed people in your life. He has, I promise you. Here's the thing. He has made us dependent on Him and interdependent on one another. We can't do this life alone. God did not create us that way. And so look around. There are people in your life that God has placed there to be a part of your inner circle. And some of them may be somebody you meet that's brand new. But take advantage of that. Look around. Get an inner circle. And because as you continue to grow, and I promise you, God's called us all to grow, that inner circle is going to be incredibly important to you. Okay, third point, perseverance. Hebrews 10.36 says, 
for you have need of endurance. That also could be you have need for perseverance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. So scripture is clear. Endurance and perseverance are required to accomplish your God-sized goal. Let me, let me say it maybe in a little bit different way. There is no victory without a battle. And I can attest to this. I have a wonderful marriage, almost 20 years. It's battle-tested. We are, we are one, we are solid, we, are, we have an incredible marriage. But we have that because we have withstood the test of time. We have fought the battles together. And every time we go through a battle, we're that much closer. What about our children? We have, we have fought, prayed, um, and been there for our children. What about my faith? My faith has been tested. When you go through the adversities of life, your faith can be tested. And finally, in business, listen, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to go down this path, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm being your friend. You're going to go through some battles. It's going to be harder than you think. It's going to be, it's going to take longer than you ever thought. And I'll tell you, it's all worth it. But there is no victory without a battle. Now, I've experienced victories over and over, and I've faced tremendous battles along the way. It's part of the journey. Don't mistake the battle. Don't, don't mistake those times that require perseverance and resilience. Don't mistake those is sometimes people will say, well, it must not be God because God wouldn't have me go through some of this. Well, go back and look at scripture. Go back and read all the mighty men and women of God. They all went through battles. And for you to get to your God-sized dreams and your God-sized calling that he placed in your heart, you're going to face some battles. There's going to be some things that are going to require perseverance and resilience. I do want to encourage you that it's worth it. Know your why. To have the perseverance and have the resilience that you're going to need, that you're going to want in your life, you got to know your why. And when your why is big enough, and sometimes we'll, we'll do another call, we'll talk about getting your why, defining your dreams, and doing all that. But I just wanted, I thought it was important today to remind us all that there are battles along the way. When you go through that battle, make sure your, your attitude and your decisions are centered draw in your inner circle, make sure you're getting that wise counsel and understand that God's with you, but you're going to have to go through some battles to get to what he's called you to do. All right, it's a little bit different. I'm going to close this in prayer today and then we're going to wrap up this call. So Lord, I just thank you for all the people that hear my voice today. And uh, Lord, I want to lift up those that are going through a battle. They're going through a time of adversity and I just pray, Lord, that in this time they would draw close to you. They would stand faithfully on your word. Father God, they would draw in their inner circle, those, those men and women that, that can, can uh, give them godly counsel and, and be there for them. And also, Lord, I just wanted them to be reminded that you're there with them and that victory, Father God, on the other side of this battle is the victory and, on the, and with that victory, they're that much cl uh, closer to the calling that you've ultimately put in their life. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Thanks again. See you next time. God bless you guys.